All right, welcome to another episode of Forge Father FM. I am Travis, and today we got another success session, which I'm extremely pumped to have this one uh, with my man Casey, who has absolutely been annihilating it in the program from day one. Came in, put his head down, and just started getting to work. And here we are, nearly four months later. And uh, I'm excited to to have you on the show here, Casey, so you can share some of your uh, success here. But uh, just let everybody in on your personal journey, man. So, sure, man. Appreciate how is it coming along, brother? How are we feeling, man? Feeling great. Feeling great, man. Um, I can say that this. Uh, the Forest Father just for me has been has been a game changer. Um, you know, like I said, you mentioned I've been in for right at 16 weeks now, and mm-hmm. um, I didn't I didn't hold back. I jumped in with nope. both feet and um, and got after it. Um, you know, I I started the program right at about 280 pounds. I think it was 282. Yep. When I started. Um, and uh, I'm a big guy. I'm tall, I'm six four. So I mean, I I carried it well. Um, I didn't have a lot of people, you know, necessarily saying I was overweight and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I carried it well. I had quite a bit of muscle, but um, man, I have down. Uh, when I weighed this morning, I was um, I was two thirty nine. So nice. I'm down over forty pounds, um, and um, feeling great. Um, the biggest thing for me was uh, I'm a firefighter um for the city of dallas and that's the biggest uh the biggest thing that i've noticed is um my fatigue level um when we have fires and stuff is uh is nothing compared to what it was um you know just four short months ago so yeah i got a i got a chuckle out of our last conversation about a week ago or so we were just checking on progress and whatnot and you you mentioned your boss was like you guys had a fire, a rooftop fire or something like that. And you're coming back over to the ladder and you said something like your boss was like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. So I guess that's always a a good compliment when you get people, you know, asking you that. Um, But uh, yeah. So you kind of introduced yourself a little bit, but yeah, kind of talk about where you were before the program. And uh, I guess what, what really got you interested in Forge Father to begin with? Um, really for me, I mean, I, I've always had, um, I was, a I was an athlete in college, played college baseball, um, came straight out of college and got onto a very physically demanding job, um, which I've been doing this next month. I'll actually be for 23 years. I've been on the fire department. Um, always had a fitness mindset, um, tried to stay in shape. Um, I've, you know, tried a lot of different workout programs and, um, different types of, of diets, whether it's, um, you know, intermittent fasting or just count. And I had counted macros some prior to, um, getting into force father, but the things that I really liked about force father, when I came across, um, came across you and your site were that it was, it was more holistic. Um, it wasn't just about fitness and nutrition. Um, but, um, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to make better dads and, you know, I've got a, uh, I believe in that, um, you know, as a Christian, I feel like we, um, as men are called to lead our households and, um, both, uh, physically, but also spiritually and emotionally. And so it's a, 
I liked the Ford's father in the sense that it was a well-rounded program that uh, I had a pretty good grasp on that side of things. And I'm different. I know from a lot of guys that are in the program in the sense that, and I'm 46 years old, my wife and I got married young and we had kids young. So my kids are both out of the house. Um, And so some of the same stressors that, um, or the stressors that I don't have to deal with a lot of the guys that I know have got small kids and, and, and stuff in the house. So, but that, that was the main thing that drew me to the program. Um, was it being more about a, an actual lifestyle change and a holistic as opposed to just a, another quick fix or, you know, nutritional workout program, uh, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember having that first conversation, you know, what were, what were some of the things that were, I guess, holding you back from getting to the point that you are today? You know, we're over 40 pounds down, your strength is up, uh, your physique is transform completely uh you also lost lost uh your your magnificent stash that you had man that's like part of the transformation too but talk a little bit about i guess what were some of the things that you're going through uh leading up to you know beginning the program well i mean i just you know stress in general i mean whether your kids are out of the house or not um you know, um, my son actually was not out of the house when we started the program. When I started, uh, he just went off to college uh, this past August. So, um, you know, just stress from that standpoint, um, yeah. you know, just a physically demanding job. Um, you know, I just I felt like uh, I, I am a very type A personality um, in the sense that I felt like um, a lot of the stuff that I had done in the past, I was just I would start and I would get, kind of get bored with it. Um, and, um, did not necessarily have any accountability, um, so to speak, um, when it came to, um, to that. And so I would, you know, get bored and I'd, I'd lay off for a little bit, um, and, you know, kind of go backwards. And, um, and so I really just felt like I needed, um, the structure, um, and I learned a ton. Um, you know, I remember in one of the very first conversations we had, you know, you said it's my job and it's our job as coaches here at Force Father to teach you, you know, everything you need to know in 16 weeks um, so that you can ascend and move forward after that. And um, so I really took that to heart and I, and I really dug into, you know, all of the uh, foundation videos and stuff that you put out and, and jumped on the calls, um, you know, tried to get on as many of the live calls as I could and ask questions of Jeremy and ask questions of Frank. Um, and that, that for me just kind of, it really made all the difference. Um, but I, I just, I was at a point where I was just, I was stuck and I was sick of being where I was at. Um, and I knew I needed something, um, that would hold me, hold my feet to the fire, so to speak a little bit more, um, as far as staying disciplined. Yeah, absolutely. And you being a firefighter, there's a number of guys that I've worked with in the past that are, have been firefighters, police officers, you know, so you kind of have a, a little bit of a rotating shift. And then obviously so, certain shifts can be completely different from the other one where you get a fire called and you're out all night versus another one. You don't get any calls at all. So you'd get a nice night of sleep and whatnot. So Talk a little bit about that, like with the rotating shifts. Uh, what does that look like for you? 
Well, I mean, you know, I, we, I've always said that being a fireman's greatest job in the world. Um, you know, I, I really, when you break it down, we work a 24 hour on 48 hour off. And so, um, while I'm working for 24 hours, um, I'm technically only going to work 10 days a month. Yeah. Um, so it, it was good for me in the sense that I have a lot of time on my days off to make sure that I got the workouts in that I needed to get in and got the meal prep done. Um, so that I had my stuff laid out for me for the week. Um, but shift work can be tough. Um, you know, we, we say in the fire service a lot, they, they, uh, they don't pay us for uh, what we do. They pay us for what we're willing to do. Um, and, um, you know, like you said, I mean, just actually just this past week, we had uh, Monday night I was working. Um, actually, I pulled a double. So I worked Sunday and Monday. I worked 48 straight. Um, and Sunday wasn't a bad day. Had a good night. Um, but Monday um, was a pretty busy day. And then we had a pretty good high-rise fire that night. I got zero sleep. Um mm -hmm. And so I had to move some stuff around in my schedule this week. Um, I actually, I took, um, I took Tuesday as a rest day um, instead of Thursday, uh, instead of today. And because um, I had to come home and go to bed because yeah. I, yeah. I, was, I was trashed. Um, but uh, so it, it can be a challenge, but um, it's, I, I'm, I'm very blessed in the sense that uh, our department puts a pretty good amount of stress on us staying physically fit. Um, so we have workout stuff at the station. I have pretty mm -hmm. much everything that I need at the station. So um, I was able to get workouts done while I was at the station. Um, yeah. The biggest challenge of being a fireman uh, and doing this program, it was the, is the eating. Um, firehouses yeah. are notorious for um, Jeremy and I talked about this a little bit. His yeah. uh, history as a paramedic, but um, you know, fire departments, Fire stations are notorious for eating eating horrible food. Um, sure. I think that's changed a little bit over the years, but you know when it was when I first got on as a rookie, you know twenty twenty plus years ago. I mean, it was um, you know it was eggs, fried potatoes, biscuits, gravy, sausage for breakfast. Yeah. It was hamburgers for lunch, and it was chicken fried steak and mashed potatoes for dinner. I mean, that's, all the good food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and so um, that that for me. Um, was a huge milestone and and really seeing how dedicated i was going to be to this program um was uh you know my wife jumped on board with me which was awesome um and she's actually lost a good amount of weight too um just yeah. kind of tagging along and doing what i'm doing but yep. um, we set aside saturdays and sundays as meal preps and we went grocery shopping and we did all of our meal prep for the entire week um, every Saturday or Sunday, depending on right. whether I was at the station Saturday, Sunday. So I had my stuff laid out um, every morning. Um, I would pack my pack my lunch box and um, take off for the station. And and it was it was it was difficult um, at times, but um, but I just I stuck to it. And um, I can I can honestly say that in 16 weeks in the program, I've eaten two meals at the fire station. Um, right. And, um, and that's, what's made all the difference for me. I mean, it's just being all in 100% committed and sticking to it um, no matter what. Yeah. And I think really what it comes down to is controlling what you can control. Right. And if you're not in a situation where you don't have full control, what can you do outside of that in prep 
to put yourself in a position where you do have control. So it sounds like to me, uh, you already knew eating at the fire station and just kind of giving into that. And I, I, I think that's where a lot of guys go wrong. Just, they have this mentality like, well, like I have to eat this food or I don't want to be that guy that's bringing in his own food. And I'm kind of the weirdo off to the side. And it's like, well, now you got everybody asking you what the hell you're doing, right? They want to know. Um, but that is something that I wanted to talk about a little bit for you. And I think the big, the big thing here is just the prep and the time that you devoted to, you know, preparing and having your food readily available. Um, cause that's kind of the big intimidating thing for a lot of guys. Right. And when you say you had your food dialed in and locked in, that doesn't mean that I wrote up some strict plan and you can only eat chicken and broccoli every single meal. Right. Oh no. So talk, talk a little bit more about that. Like, uh, as far as what really helped you the best, obviously preparing the food, having that stuff ready to go. But, uh, what have you discovered over time to help make that work so well? Yeah. I mean, flexibility is huge. Um, and like you said, you know, the, with you guys at force father, you know, and you and yourself and Jeremy, you know, you didn't, you didn't tell me what to eat. You just told me what macros to get in. Sure. And, and we got to fill in the gaps there and, and eat what we wanted to eat as long as we were able to stay in those numbers. And so, um, that's, that's big for me in the sense. And I think it's big for really for anybody is that it's, um, you know, you go 16 weeks straight of eating nothing but chicken breast, broccoli and, and rice, and that's it. not sustainable. Um, you know, um, you know, I, we had several things that came up over the course of, you know, these 16 weeks from my mom and dad's 50th wedding anniversary party. And, you know, uh, uh, my wife and I's anniversary and some birthdays and stuff like that. And the flexibility that would allow me to, um, to, to know going into that week that, Hey, look, I've got on Saturday night, you know, my wife and I are going out for, you know, anniversary. And so, um, you know, what you talk a lot about the 80, 20, um, and, and having a balance there. And, you know, I would just, I would just make it work. I would, you know, I might skip, I might skip breakfast, um, and eat just maybe a really light lunch or something, um, on a night that I knew that we were going to be going out, um, you know, that evening, um, to, to eat more of a, um, you know, a meal that wasn't necessarily, or was harder to track, I guess is what I'm getting at. Um, um, eating out is, it's tough. Um, when you, when you're actually tracking to the point that I was, I mean, I was, I was measuring, you know, for a long time, I've gotten pretty good now with eyeballing stuff, but for the longest time I was down to the gram. Um, had my digital scale with me everywhere I went, um, uh, with the exception of restaurants. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, but no, I mean, it's the, that flexibility that you, that, that's in the program makes it sustainable. Um, and it's something that, that now, one thing that I've noticed that that's really big is that the, um, the types of foods that my body craves now are not the same that they were before. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was never a big sweet guy but at the same time if you put ice cream in front of me i was going to eat it you know and there's ice cream at the station every single shift oh yeah and i i cannot remember the last time i had (laughs) a bite of ice cream and it it's not that i'm have this you know unbelievable willpower and i'm just i'm not you know i'm not going to do it i I just it's i'm not even craving it yeah and i guess the 
the last time my wife and I went out to eat, um, we actually, when we took our son down to college and he wanted to go eat Mexican food and that's, you know, it's always been a big deal at our house is Mexican food living here in Texas. But, um, and we, we went and we ate, but honestly, like it just didn't, I mean, it tasted good, I guess, but yes. my body was just like, eh, you know, I could take it or leave it really. Yep. Um, and so it really has been a, a lifestyle change from the standpoint of it's, um, kind of rewired my brain, so to speak, to yep. the types of foods that, that I know my body responds on. And I knew eating that, and I, man, my workout the next day is probably not going to be near as good, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. And so, um, but yeah, that's, uh, the flexibility in the program is huge when it comes to, to, to your meals. Yeah, and it's interesting what happens when you really hunker down in the beginning, because it's always going to take work. Anything that you want to achieve that is really worth having is worth putting in the work at the front end. And so you sure. mentioned you were really diligent about weighing and measuring your food. And a lot of people are going to listen to that and they're going to be like, nope, nope, I don't want to weigh and measure my food. It's like, well, you can continue to just guess and hope and wish and pray that your results are going to suddenly happen. But it's like, if you have more control over that in the beginning, for sure, you're going to put yourself into a position where you're going to create that success. And then you get to a point where you're at. And oftentimes that's what we find is like the first couple of months. It's, it is tedious. It's, it's a lot of work, but then you start to ease up and you can eyeball stuff and you get to a point where it has become a huge skill set for you where you don't even have to measure anymore. But at the same time, it's like, you've gotten, to the weight that you want to be at, you've gotten to the body composition that you want to be at and you can kind of live there and it is what it is versus kind of starting and stopping and starting. Oh, this is, this sucks. I don't want to do this. I'll just try this other tactic. And you never get over that hump. And I'm sure that you can agree that once you did get into it and you started to see the results, like that in itself is kind of a big motivator to, to, to keep you doing that hard work, right? Cause, Absolutely. Because if you don't, I think that's the big thing that a lot of guys run into is they're just, they don't stick it out for long enough, right? They just try mm-hmm. it for a week, two weeks, whatever, and, you know, bounce to the next thing, right? So <clears throat> that's that's huge. And, and now you've put yourself into a position where you can continue to move that forward. And what I always love to hear is your wife got on board with it. Right. So she's she's experienced the the benefits from it, too. Right. So oh, and you guys have had anniversaries and we even had, you know, the summer summer was here. We had yeah. gosh, summer, summer, uh, summer weather, but uh, also Fourth of July, those types of things. And guys are quick to say, oh, well, it's summertime. I, I can't dial in on my nutrition. It's like it's only one day, two days or even if it's an anniversary, it's only it's only Saturday and Sunday like the. What, what's going on on all the other days right so yep. but yeah big takeaways there for sure now on the other side where you've really been crushing it is is the training so talk a little bit about your workouts uh what were you doing prior i, I think you you were doing a lot of you were doing a little bit of crossfit and stuff like that beforehand right had done crossfit uh actually at a box um uh, four or five years ago now, I guess it really has been. Um, but I've always, 
Um, it CrossFit for us, I mean, there was four of us going to it and it was just too expensive for us yeah. to maintain that. And so I had told my wife back then, I said, if you'll just give me two months worth of what we're spending at CrossFit for the four of us, I can put together uh, my garage gym or us a garage gym that will have everything that we need. And so I don't have a gym membership. I do have access to some things at the fire station as far as uh, more dumbbells than what I have at home. Sure. Um, but um, yeah, but the workouts, um, the thing that uh, the customization of the workouts, I guess, was big. Um, I have already had, um, like I said, I jumped right in from college athletics into a very physically demanding job and I've already had a shoulder surgery and a back surgery, um, actually in the last six years, the two of them. Um, and so that was something that for me and workout wise that I was also looking for in a program was the flexibility in the program to substitute for things that I, um, felt like put my body in a bad position. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, my back is not an issue. Um, you know, I, I recovered from both of those surgeries, no problem, really. But, um, but there's things that I still am, am tentative about um, or positions that my, my, my body doesn't like to necessarily be in just due to the mobility. Yes. Um, mainly, that's mainly in my shoulders. Um, but um, I like the fact that the workout program started out slow. Um, you know, I, I talked to both you and to Frank. Um, you know, I'm on my onboarding about the fact that the injuries that I had had, um, the concerns that I had and what the thing that I had always done in the past was as, um, as an athlete and as a former athlete and as a, you know, type A personality, you know, so a lot of times it was hard for me to check my ego at the door. So I might go for, you know, a couple of weeks and not be really consistent with workouts, um, kind of fall off. And then I'd get back in. I'm like, man, I got to get back rolling. And yeah. I'd get back in there and I'd try to start moving the exact same weight yeah. and doing the same intensity of workouts that I was doing whenever I was, you know, you know, more fit. And then I would end up with, you know, oh, man, now my, my knees are hurting me. My elbows yeah. are hurting, you know, this and that. And so starting out slow was big. And for me, um, and I actually just had this conversation yesterday with uh, one of my buddies that got, got involved with Ford's father um, just recently was that you've got to trust the program. Yep. And if they've got you doing body weight stuff right now for, to start out with, just do the body weight stuff. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't try to add other stuff to it. You know, mo mobility and flexibility are huge. Take those days and you know, your Thursdays and your Sundays were the way mine was programmed in or rest days. And, um, but I didn't just rest. Mm -hmm. You know, I, it was, it was active rest. You know, yeah. I was still, yeah. I was still walking, trying to get my 10,000 steps in doing mobility work and stretching uh, and all that to, to keep myself prepared for the workouts that were coming up. And then as things ramped up, you know, I was, and I guess I was only about four weeks in whenever summer games hit. And, yeah. and I didn't know if you guys were going to allow me to jump into the summer games programming or not. Um, and, you know, you did, and I, I was very grateful for that because, you know, I've seen some huge, huge gains, and I've had PRs, you know, pretty consistent yeah. um, throughout, throughout the workouts. Um, 
moving forward. So, but, but like I said, you know, going from, you know, kind of a slow progression and easing your body into, um, as you ramp things up and, you know, somebody was, we were just talking the other day about, uh, pull-ups, pull-ups have always been a struggle for me. Um, and I'm at a point now where, um, I mean, I'm not repping out 60 or anything at a time, but, um, I'm getting what's prescribed for the workout. I'm yeah. getting them in and I'm yeah. getting them in strict. So, awesome. um, but, uh, but I'm also 40 pounds lighter, so I'm, yep. I'm having to move 40 pounds less, too. Work, so, works wonders, uh, right? Yeah, it make, makes a big difference. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, what you say there is, you know, being an, an athlete that competed at a high level and your personality, a lot of us struggle with this. I mean, you're just a competitive dude um, through and through, and so, yeah, you – you, you, you feel the need to get back up to that, that top level. However, as we start to get older, you know, late thirties, forties, fifties, shoot, we got guys in their sixties in the program as well. You got to think longevity. Like this isn't a 30 day sprint. We're not trying to hit PRs in 30 days. Like the PRs will come when you put in that work on the front end. So just like we were talking about nutrition, it's like, get all the fundamentals down, do the tedious work on the front end, do the prep work and things are going to start to come along. Same thing with training. It's like, take care of those old injuries, improve your ability to move your body through a full range of motion without pain. And those PRs tend to come. They just tend to show up at that point. Right. So yep. you just got to follow the, follow the path really. So Actually, my PRs, you mentioned that, and it's so true. My PRs have not come on days when I'm trying mm-hmm. to, to max out. Yep. They've come on days when um, we're, we're working down to a heavy two, and I've felt good, and so I've just tried a little bit more, and, yep. and that's, that's where my PRs have come in. So yeah. that's been, yeah. it's been good. And one of the big things we always want you guys to take away from the training side of things is it's never a, a thing that's set in stone. Like while you're following the programming, what you'll notice is I don't put a lot of percentage in percentages in there because you get to a certain point where you are experienced. You got to kind of go off of feel and intuition. So there, yeah, there's going to be some days where I say work up to heavy set of five, but you're like, I feel like freaking Superman today. And so maybe you push it a little bit harder and you see what you can do for one or two that day. And you're like, holy heck right so yeah. it's just kind of one of those things where again you build that skill set learn how to listen to your body knowing you know some days you could have worked crazy shift the couple days before and you come in and i'm saying hey i want i want you to build up to a heavy set of two and really push it and you're like i just don't have it today you, you don't get pissed off at yourself and you don't say oh i'm i'm losing out it, it is what it is and so you just drop the intensity a little bit, hit the session, yep. hit it hard to your best ability of that day. And guess what? You get to come back from an, for another day later. Right. True. That's right. So, Absolutely. Cause another thing that a lot of us competitive guys do is yeah, we'll have those days and we don't even think about all the stress and all the lack of sleep that we've gone through the last week. It's like today I want to be, I want to be my best self. And we try to push a little bit too much. And that's when we, we end up injuring ourselves. Right. So, but no, man, it's, it's been awesome to see that 
when you post your videos up in there and it's just like, holy shit. Like, despite not even being in like uh, a performance based phase of nutrition, like we're still, we are still shredding for a good period of that time and mm -hmm. your PRs are going up. So that's always a kind of a, a big bonus out of it all. You're losing body fat, you're losing weight, but then you're also building strength at the same time. So absolutely, kind of, kind of the sweet spot everybody wants to get to, but yep. other than that, uh, what are, what are some other big ahas that you've taken away from the program up to this point that you'd like to share? Anything else that comes top to top of mind for you? Um, you know, I, I think if, if I was going to, you know, just for guys that may be looking at getting involved with this or maybe just getting started, I, one thing that I would, um, I would highly, highly recommend to you is pre-tracking um, on your foods. Um, especially early on uh, when you're first getting rolling and, uh, and you're in a more of a build. Um, so I know that you guys program that, that most people are actually under eating um, when they first get involved with the program. And I know that sounds, that sounds counterintuitive to people. Um, if you're overweight, you're like, how am I under eating? But um, it's not necessarily, it may not be calories, but it may just be, you know, the amount of protein that you're feeding your body yeah. so that it can yeah. supply those muscles. Um, and so pre-tracking is really, really important from the, or was for me, just from the standpoint of um, if I, if I got up and I didn't have my meals prepped and I tried to just throughout the day track on my fitness pal and make sure that I was hitting my protein um, and staying under my calories during those first couple of weeks, is I, there was a times that I felt like, man, I can't eat anymore. Or like mm -hmm. I can't, you know, but if I, if I pre-tracked out and made my meals and had them already in my fitness pal for the following day. So then, you know, it, it's something you talk about in a lot of your videos um, is that there's a lot of times we got to play food Tetris. Yeah. Um, you know, we get to the, you know, you may get those three, those main three meals programmed in and okay, I've got my protein shake for after my workout and, and this, but then it kind of comes down to the end of the day and you're like, man, I gotta, I, gotta, I need to get, especially once you get full scale macros. Yeah. Um, it's like, man, I got, I got more fat and more carbs I got to get in today, or I've got, mm -hmm. you know, 10 more grams of protein. How am I going to do this? And so, um, it was a challenge, but it was, it was kind of fun. Like yeah. my wife and I actually would laugh about it. You know, we mm -hmm. sat on the couch the night before and we're going through um, kind of what we were going to be eating the next day and how to, yeah. how to plug that stuff in and get his, those numbers as close to kind of made a game out of it. But um, it's a big help because if you try to do that during the day while you're eating all of it, um, unless you're just, don't work and you stay at home. I mean, that's really difficult for somebody yeah. to do that's working, working eight hours a day. Um, mm -hmm. And then for me, my being gone for 24 hours, I had to make sure that everything I had, everything I needed for those 24 hours yeah. when I left the house, because I yeah. don't get an opportunity to come home um, yeah. and I can't go grab something while we're on shift really either. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, pre-tracking. Um, and then, you know, just trust, trust in the process. Um, you know, you guys, the three of y'all did an excellent job in my opinion, coaching wise. Um, and you know, I, I, I trusted what you were saying 
um, and and it worked. Um, so, you know, it may seem like it's a lot, and it, and it is when you first get rolling and you've got all those foundational videos that you got to get through and all that stuff. And I don't have time for all this stuff, but if you'll if you'll do the work and you'll yep. you'll spend just a little bit of time doing those things, um, it's amazing how much you pick up and learn. Um, and you know, going back, like I, I constantly am going back and, and re re looking at yep. a video. Um, Latin, you and I talked last week about um, just periodization yep. and how moving forward, you know, I'm looking forward to to periodizing my year out. Yep. So that I've got different, you know, times of the year where I'm really dialed in, you know, and then other times around holidays and stuff that I'm not going to have to track as closely uh, and stuff. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's that's really about it, though. Yeah, that's good stuff. One thing that comes to my mind is uh, especially when you first come in, because before even coming into the program, you know, the conversation that we have, it's you know, we, we make pretty damn sure that you are a 10 out of 10. Like this is a priority to you in your life. You're pretty much ready to get rid of the bullshit excuses. And really it's about, Hey, let's draw that line in the sand and let's step across. Right. But that's really when the real work starts. Yep. And so I like to think of it almost as like a rite of passage, you know, those first couple of weeks. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff for a guy to go through but that's going to be the thing that really creates his foundation. And then we can build up on top of it later down the road. And then you, you get yourself to where you're at. It's like, it's, you know, how would you rank things now that we've gone through this process to where you are now? It's like, it, it almost feels not, not in a sense like effortless, like you don't have to put in the work anymore, but it is almost to that point where it's just, it's kind of, new lifestyle, new routines, new patterns that you're going through. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like I spoke to earlier about, you know, foods in the past that I would have, would have gravitated towards, um, you know, those for me just now, they just don't have the same luster that they did yep. before. Yep. Um, and so, you know, like I said, w my wife and I are very blessed in the sense that we're not having to prepare, you know, chicken nuggets and stuff like that for little kids Mac and, and cheese, you know, baby. yeah cooking cooking two different meals um and so you know we've really got that dialed in and, and i do most of the cooking um but i, I enjoy that uh, my wife works she's a nurse and works a very demanding schedule yeah. um as well and so um but we just have made it a point that you know that hey this is how this is how we want to live and so you know it is a lifestyle change um but it's not something that I feel like I'm restricted, mm -hmm. you yes. know, um, at, at all. So yep. from that standpoint, it's great. Awesome. But yeah, I am. I mean, to yeah. what you spoke to, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of in coast mode, um, right now. I'm, I'm actually, um, I'm going to finish up through, I've decided I'm going to finish up hard through October, um, and just see exactly where body fat percentage and physique and all that stuff yep. get to. And then uh, for me, November, December, um, and then January, I'm, I'm going to just kind of coast a little bit um, and, and actually try to go probably starting in January, January, February, first part of March, I'm probably going to go into a build and see. Um, I, I don't feel like I've lost a whole lot of muscle. Um, 
You know, my, my in-body scan this last time said that I had lost a total of six pounds of muscle. Um, and that was over a two month span from the last time mm -hmm. I had my in-body scan done. So, um, uh, I, you know, strength wise, you know, you mentioned it. I mean, I've hit PRs just in the last couple of weeks when I've been on my shred. So I'm not, I don't feel weak at all. Um, but, um, but I've got some areas of the body that I want to work on. Um, mm -hmm. you know, now that I'm getting to a point where I can do pull-ups, like I'm going to really, I'm going to really dial in and work hard on, on some back stuff, upper back yeah. stuff with this, this next, um, this next spring, just to try to build that up a little bit more. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased. And, um, but I, I can't, you know, you, I've told you this before. I can't say enough, um, you know, about, about the force father program. I mean, it's, it's great. I've had tons of guys ask. I think there's, I know there's two that are gotten involved, um, yep. just from, from the firehouse since I started. Um, which, um, a f funny note on that too, is that, um, it, it was no joke. I was down 25 pounds before anybody said anything to me about losing weight. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's another thing is that not that we're, I'm not a, an affirmation person, so to speak. Um, but when you, when you start seeing that scale drop on your own, and that's another big thing about the program that I really liked was that every Sunday morning, it's get up, take pictures, take measurements and, and weigh and see where you're really at for that week. Yep. Um, and that helps to propel you and motivate you even more uh, when you're, when you're seeing those things change. So, yep. Uh, it's, that's good. The own up Sundays, own up Sundays, yep. man. The numbers are the numbers, right? The pictures are the yep. pictures too. Yep. So, but yeah, that's, that's huge. And yeah, you really haven't had to say anything. It's just you, the actions and the results that you've achieved up to this point, uh, speak for themselves. So, uh, appreciate all the, all the, uh, word that you are spreading with, with the two guys that are in the program now. Um, excited to get them rocking and rolling. Well, Ryan, he's, he's off and going right now. And yep. then, uh, Tyler, Tyler's going to be starting up here next month, which I'm excited about. So, yep. but, uh, yeah, man, certainly leading from the front. And I know I've talked about this to you, but you being in the profession that you are a firefighter shoot, even in your own firehouse, like, great place to be a leader, great place to step up, you know, be the example. It's just going to have more impact on everybody else there and shoot, man, strive to strive to have the best firehouse around. Right. So yeah, absolutely. But, uh, no, it's, it's certainly been an awesome journey and uh, I admire all the hard work, proud of what you've been able to achieve over these past couple of months. And I'm excited to see where you take yourself from here, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. Right on, brother. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Thanks for taking the time. You bet. Uh, let's let's keep putting in that work, man. All right, man. We'll see you. Awesome. Take care.